This is Ronin, the Prince of Denver and professional wrestling's only true vampire. And you are listening to Wrestling With Altitude. Welcome back to the Wrestling With Altitude podcast. I am your host, Mr. Fourth Row, and joining me on this episode, I've got uh, referee Josh Spicer. Josh, how you doing? It's okay, sir. I'm doing all right, sir. Happy to be here. All right. Well, fantastic. So first of all, uh, how did you get introduced into this uh, wacky world of uh, professional wrestling? Initially, I, st- I started a lot later than a lot of people that, that we know in, in, in like around in Colorado, dude. Um, I started around, around and in, in like 2005 actually. Um, so I started really deep, really deep into the ruthless, into the ruthless aggression era. Um, and I, and beyond that really wrestling just kind of became something I watched every week and just something I really enjoyed. Uh, it wasn't until about 2017, 2018 where I really started thinking about getting 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 actually into the business um it was actually a new era show that i went to uh in 2018 um the the very it was like the third or fourth one that i went to and uh strino uh a damn good referee um had to was taking a hiatus for to, 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 to be with his family and i saw the opportunity and i asked uh mr kincaid uh, Mr. Bowman, however you want to call him, uh, how I would go about becoming a referee in his stead. Um, and, uh, we, we talked a little bit over the week, uh, and I showed up for what was basically a tryout, a a first day kind of show up and see how, see how you do, see how it goes. Uh, and within the month I, he, he put me on the show. Mm. So, uh, with you, uh, kind of, you know, having, like you said, you kind of had your eye on, you know, maybe getting involved was was referee uh, always in, uh, was that always in the plan? Honestly, uh, yeah, um, not specifically just being a referee, but that was always an idea I had in the back of my head, just because I knew I, I, I more often than not I found myself watching guys like Mike Kyoto and Ryan Hember than more than the actual uh, wrestlers in the ring, huh. and so I started I started picking up some things that they did, and started and started thinking about how I could. Uh, what I would do if I was in the situation and and how I would go about basically becoming something like that that is uh that's that's uh that's fascinating so uh you know like they said like the the kind of the cliche goes you know you got to kind of uh you know opportunity is uh chance uh-huh. chance and luck you know meshing together <laughs> yes sir so that was uh that's fantastic yeah I remember uh yeah when I first got involved I remember uh uh, Strino being, uh, the, you know, one of the uh, mainstays refereeing for uh, New Era, uh, you mm-hmm. know, years ago. So yeah, that's uh, fantastic. So yeah, now that you mentioned that, I do remember 
I do remember you kind of getting in there and, and starting there with with them. So that's uh, that's fantastic. Hey, I want to uh, take a couple steps back and uh, kind of ask you about uh, when you first got involved, uh, or you know, kind of watching the watching the wrestling, and you specifically mentioned the uh, ruthless aggression era. Uh, yes, sir. Who was uh, who was it that you were kind of enamored with? Who kind of really uh, caught your eye uh, watching that at that time? Uh, so keep in mind this is about uh june ish of 05 mm-hmm. so the first two guys that i really caught my eye were chris jericho and, and of course this was like like two months before he before he took a hiatus of course um and then the other guy was of course eddie guerrero mm. and we all know what happened with that and so it's, it's I, I i always found it interesting how the first two guys that i gravitated to were the two guys that weren't there within within six months yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of fascinating, and uh, you know, very similar. Uh, you know, both of them had very similar types of uh, career paths to get yeah. up to the, at least that point too. Uh, yeah, that's 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 fascinating. What was it that uh, what was it that uh, you you liked about them? Was it just uh, their their work ethic, their character, their matches? Uh, what was it? Um, as a 10, 12 year old, give or take, kind of kind of young kind of young boy, I never really gravitated so much to the actual matches and the, and the, and the work rate and the stuff that I, that, that, that I do nowadays. But, mm-hmm. um, so as a kid, really, I wasn't a fan of John Cena. Um, so Jericho being, being so anti Cena was really the biggest, the biggest thing that brought me to him. <laughs> so yeah. go figure. Yeah. Um, and then for Eddie, it was, he was, he was, he was the first guy that I saw on my TV screen. And after that, I just, I, I always kind of gravitated towards, Seeing what he did, whether he was a healer or face, and just how he interacted with the crowd, how he worked, how he managed to get managed to, to get away with so much stuff, and still and still seemed like such like such a, like such a cool kind of badass kind of uh, just kind of a figure on TV. Yeah, I get I get that I I dig that yeah just I I liked it too just because it was it was kind of a a shade of being just being sly and even if you yeah. Even if you didn't necessarily like it, you're like, oh, I can live with it. <laughs> that's yeah, what, it's that's it's with it. Yeah, <laughs> you know the the theme, this theme song, you know, life's deep chill. It, uh, yep. it definitely was a, a moniker to explain it, and uh, you know, people were, like I said, people were kind of okay with it. That's that's great. Uh, so uh, fast forwarding, uh, like I said, now we're gonna go fast forward to uh, getting into the into the wrestling. Uh, what was it uh, like uh, taking those first steps? Uh, uh, to do, you know, of course, you do still have to do a little bit of training to uh, be a, yeah. a referee and things like that. And uh, along those lines, uh, what was it uh, similar to how you thought it was going to be, and maybe even a little bit different of, uh, you know, taking those uh, first steps? Uh, always both. I mean, uh, you always hear the stories of, of nervous jitters in, in their first match. Obviously, I had those. Um, I had been in training, or I'd been at training at that point for about three weeks. Um, and really, I really, I really, I owe a lot of, of why I'm here and how I, how I ref to at least how I refed for a while, uh, before I actually started thinking about thinking about this professionally. Mm-hmm. I, I owe a lot of that to Pat Caesar, um, oh. the senior ref. Yeah. Um, and he, he, he saw, he, he, he saw me in uh, when he, when I first started and he, he saw, he saw something, I guess. Because he 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 gave the he gave the green light to put me in the show and uh, he must have saw something and then 
without him, I definitely wouldn't definitely wouldn't have been where I am. Um, though that being said, I mean, of course I was nervous. It was my first show. Mm-hmm. Um, there were mistakes uh, as as a new referee would would make, uh, as 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 any new person in the business would make. Um, but I mean, I, I, I got past those. I, I kept on going and I got through the first show and it, it was definitely, a, definitely a trip, definitely a drive. <laughs> what's, uh, what's kind of the, some of the, the things that, uh, that, uh, Pat liked to, uh, in, did instill on you for, to, to get into the, the business, uh, refereeing? Um, always, always talk to the guys to see what, what the match is going to be like, get as much info as you can regarding your, your role and your position in the match. Mm-hmm. Um, stay as low as you can so all the crowd can see you. Um, I mean, yeah, a lot. A lot of my fundamentals come from Pat for sure. Awesome. That's uh, that's that's good to hear. Uh, when you uh, you know, you know, kind of uh, pulling the uh, the curtain down and looking, you know, beyond beyond the curtain a little bit. Uh, you you still as a referee still have to go to. Uh, you know, wrestling training class and things like that, just to kind of, you know, stay active and, and do things like that. And uh, what's it like for you, uh, you know, get, getting in uh, kind of, uh, uh, you know, getting involved in the in the classes and, you know, especially like I know, for example, like right now, like, the, you know, strength and conditioning, because it, it does take a lot to be a referee, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, I uh, how to put this. Sorry. Um. So I do show up for training every week. Uh, it's it's less of a requirement, more of I feel obligated at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a mix of being there to get the reps as a referee, as well as being there to get to get the cardio and the and like I said, the, the conditioning out of it. Um, a lot of that, a lot of the actual conditioning itself is not about improving myself. As as a referee and and getting it helps it helps to have that to to have to have the cardio and the, the ability to move where I need to and where I need to, um, but that's really just for me at this point mm-hmm. the 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 conditioning part, um, but being there for training it does help a lot whether 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 you're seeing reps whether you're whether you're getting advice from other referees or other wrestlers when they see something. Uh, it does. It does. It does help a lot to to have that. Uh, have that. Uh, no, to, to know that I could be there, and either and have that experience, or or be able to learn from somebody who knows who's been here longer than I have. I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I totally. Totally get that. Uh, have you ever had to go uh, coast to coast uh, on a show? You know, for every match or close to every uh, match? Uh, not yet. <laughs> I've. The first time uh, where I've been in two shows, or I, I I know two shows where the guy had where somebody has for most of it. Uh, the one show was was a show in out of state where where he was the only referee, and he went full blown coast to coast Broadway, no stopping. And actually, now that I think about it, I did I, I did I did I did I did do it once, um, but and it, but the the other show was on. Uh, I it would have been a normal switch out every other match kind of show, uh-huh. but there was an angle where I took a spear and had to take and I had to sit out for the for, for the other half. Oh. And yeah, and it was it was a long other half. Um, but there was one show I did where I did call uh, where I did do the whole show. Um, it was uh, it was in Extreme Gym. I'm not sure if you if you're aware of it. 
um, but it's a non-air-conditioned uh, box in a plaza, uh, and it's dark, and <laughs> it's hot, really hot. So I kept water under the ring, and after every match, I grabbed it and just start chugging it because I was sweating like a mother. It was, <laughs> it was a long show too. So, but yeah, uh, that was that. That's been the only time I've really had to do that. Yeah. Uh, and I, so I have noticed, of course, uh, you know, being involved in the business for a while, watching the business, uh, from the time that you've, uh, you know, kind of got your first, uh, uh, refereeing experience in new era that you've, uh, branched out into other promotions and things like that. And, uh, how, how's that, uh, been, uh, going for you? Uh, you know, especially, you know, first, first time at a, at a new company. Yeah. A lot better recently. Um, for the first year ish. I was always wary of, of going elsewhere just because it's, it's what I knew. And obviously as somebody new, you're, you're afraid to, to branch out to, to get that experience if, if you, because yeah. you might fail. Um, but having worked Primos, having worked CSW, uh, Lucha Libra, Lucha Libre, as well as Rocky Mountain. I mean, there's a, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of places to go at that point. Um, and having, having that experience at, at, at them all, it's nice to know that, it's 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 the same kind of environment everywhere you go, and th- there's no reason to be afraid to try to branch out, even if you're new, because you're guaranteed, especially in Colorado where a lot of the guys work work, work everywhere. Yeah. Especially because you 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 always have at least one guy you know that can always help you and, and get you get you kind of into into the vibe of the locker room, as it were. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. That's uh, yeah, I, I follow that. Uh, w- um. What I was going to ask is, uh, uh, when it comes when it comes to that, uh, do you uh, also uh, have an eye on uh, maybe going to uh, uh, out of state promotion just because you know maybe you're a kind of a you know you got your eye on you know of course like you said you knowing the uh, the the guys and the gals in the locker room and they're you know going to other promotions and you kind of hear maybe the talk about hey you know this was kind of cool working over here have you ever thought about uh, going and you know, kind of maybe just branching out uh, every once in a while, and just if there you have an open weekend, <laughs> you yeah. know, which is kind of tough uh, sometimes. Yeah, because uh, we're, we're you know, which is a tough but a good thing. Uh, exactly. You, you know, uh, to to go do that. Yeah, uh, I, I think I'm at the point where I have to, uh, in order to grow as as a as a referee. Um, I've worked only one only one state out of state, and that was uh, that was a Wyoming show for GFW. Mm-hmm. Um, but beyond that, I've really only stuck in Colorado. And like I said, I'm at the point where I I need to start thinking about either either pitching in pitching in to, to fly elsewhere, whether I have to do it myself or driving to like Utah or something or Las Vegas uh, and go to one of those shows. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm definitely at the point where that is going to be something something I'm, I'm going to have to do. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. If you, and like I said, uh, schedule permitting because sometimes uh, we yeah. j- just so busy. It's sometimes mm-hmm. uh, hard to hard to get away. It's like don't have an open weekend. You know exactly. But, yeah, even well, on this side of the, the even on this side of the ropes, it's tough sometimes. Yeah, and it's like between between all the shows in Colorado that I was going on, and then um, just having to to work throughout throughout the week, it's always difficult to find that time. But yeah, we're at the point where sacrifices are going to be made. Yeah, yeah, you know, trying to find uh, um, either like a, a quote unquote red eye flight, uh, yeah. you know, or or uh, you know leave very late on uh, on a Friday or very early yeah. on a Saturday to get wherever you need to get to. You know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. totally totally get that. 
uh, so so far in your career, what have been some uh, memorable moments of uh, getting in there in the ring and uh, you know refereeing some of these uh, matches? Refereeing Effie and and, uh, and Warhorse was definitely a highlight. Uh, I, it's always a match time that I think of because I think I, I think I kept my cool pretty well. When inside, I was like, "Holy crap, these guys are amazing." Um, I met I met uh, Ricky Morton. That was the, 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 and that's always fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, a lot of the time I spent in New Era monthly was always fun. There's always there's always a moment in every show that always got to me, and, and made and, and made the whole thing fun to me. Uh, meeting, uh, hearing hearing stories from a guy like Dewey Larson. Uh, and, and all the stories that that he can provide is always always fun definitely yeah what's it uh what's it like uh refereeing in a, a new era show specifically uh mile high comics and as as a ref you're there to call the action but that environment i mean do you ever you know keep telling yourself don't get distracted with superman uh, above yeah. my head and things of that nature <laughs> A lot of it's just tunnel vision. Uh, once you're in the match, uh, you don't really think about Superman or or the blinking Spider-Man or or the giant Galactus. Um, it's it's just you're focused on that. Um, that being said, I have always been I've, I I I've always thought how how great it'd be if somebody like the, the, took took a dive off off the Galactic list or or, or Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if we could uh, they could ever get that uh, worked Spot out to out do something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, it's uh, yeah they they don't uh, have I don't think they've traveled too far out of the ring when it comes to yeah. Mile High Comics, but uh, yeah. you know there's always the future. <laughs> yeah, at a place like that, it's more about like I said, you kind of get tunnel vision. You kind of get tunnel vision whenever you get into the ring. Yeah, but like even the fans outside the ring are always focused on the ring itself. Yeah. notice yeah uh, okay and then i'm following the same lines i want to ask you uh, maybe do you still have your tunnel vision on when it comes to uh lucha libre and last because like i keep promoting it's kind of the, one of the most unique experience because it's a wrestling comedy show or a comedy wrestling show with uh you know uh commentary overran when the matches yeah. do you ever hear the you know nathan sam mitch christy you know <laughs> uh you know uh while you're in the uh... ring <laughs> I get. I sometimes get pockets of what they're saying, especially at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and 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 especially rewatching, I notice that they're what, what they say definitely. <laughs> um, but no, uh, it's no. Uh, again, that's more of the that's really more of the tunnel vision again. Yeah. Yeah, and so then when you uh, when you go back and and watch them. Uh, uh, have you ever uh, caught uh, any things that they've uh, kind of uh, you know had had a little fun with you um, oh, on your time. matches? What's what's one, what's one that kind of sticks out? Um, uh, I guess, uh, geez, whenever whenever I do women's matches, they're always focusing on just. <laughs> I, I wear glasses. I have a beard. Yeah. I, I I look like a I look I look like a like a like a nerdy guy. So I get it. Yeah. And so I, I, they kind of put me over as a creep on TV or, or yeah. on the show. Yeah. Which, if it works, it works. I'll play into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, 
yeah, like I said, it's 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 very uh, very unique environment. I keep uh, pushing them over, and of course, yeah, uh, you know, uh, all things said, of course, we got a uh, a show uh, coming up uh, this uh, this Friday for them, so yeah. it's going to be fun. You're going to be there, refereeing. Yes, sir. I am. Awesome. Cool. So people will see you there. Uh, what about the What about the future for you? Um, what is it uh, that uh, that you'd like to do? I mean, we talked about you know maybe uh, traveling to another uh, uh, promotion, uh, doing some uh, refereeing, you know, uh, kind of making uh, contacts and and uh, and so on. But uh, what is it that uh, that you like would like to do? Uh, you know, experience or you know anything specifically? Would you like to have a specific type of match to ref or? Or things of that nature, and I know we've got, of course, a lot of you know crazy things, you know, possibly happening in the the future and the promotions that you do yep. work for. So, <laughs> yeah, but. um, yeah, uh, I always thought a ladder match would be would be kind of cool. Uh-huh. Um, just to see, just to see how how I how I make it work. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've ref I've, I've refed a lot of matches already. Uh, a cage match would be another interesting one. Oh yeah. Uh, one that I one that I want to see just to see how well I do it would be an Iron Man match. Uh, oh. Whether it be whether it be thirty or an hour would, would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, what What do you think it would take to to uh, to ref an Iron Match Iron Man match? Would it just uh, uh, do a lot of prehydration? Uh, get, yeah. Get get a, get a lot of get a lot of uh, carbs in to, <laughs> before well, before well, you get ref in in there refing. A lot of pre workout basically. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, water uh, just whatever, whatever you can to not pass out. It's all matters. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, uh, uh, Josh, I think that might be a, a fantastic uh, place to uh, wrap this up. But before I do let you go, uh, people wanted to uh, follow you out there on the uh, social media, the Facebook, the Twitter, the uh, TikTok, whatever you've got. Uh, um, what do you what do you have for the peeps? Sure. Uh, so on Facebook, I just go by Josh Spicer. Uh, look for look for my face. You'll find me or and you might actually tag me on Facebook anyway. Um, on Twitter, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't really use Twitter a lot, um, but for my Twitter, it is if I can find it real fast. Sorry, for my Twitter, it is real is at real Josh Spicer one. Okay, awesome. Uh, that's about it. All right, well, fantastic. I uh, want to thank you, of course, for uh, coming on, and I will be uh, definitely uh, seeing you in the future. Thank you, sir. I'll be seeing you. Once again, a big, huge thank you to Josh Spicer for coming on to this episode of the Wrestling Without the Tude podcast and introducing himself to all of our listeners. Catch him uh, out in each and every one of the shows that he will be refereeing at, which pretty much is almost every single show out there in the state of Colorado. Speaking of that, before we uh, get into that, let's do a... uh, uh, review of uh, what I got to experience when it comes to the uh, wacky world of uh, professional wrestling, some of the events that uh, taken place since the last time we recorded. And uh, we'll just uh, talk about a few of them that uh, I did. Of course, uh, we uh, I went to the uh, Picas uh, restaurant uh, up in uh, Louisville for their uh, Lucha Libre show. Uh, that was uh, fantastic, a lot of fun, great atmosphere, 
great food, and I did not have the tacos that were recommended by our friend Red Viper, but I instead had the uh, nacho nacho salad uh, type thing, and that was fantastic as well. So, Picas, if you guys are looking for some great Mexican food and you're in the Louisville area around there in Colorado, definitely check them out because they've got some great Mexican food, and it was fantastic and great pricing too for that. Uh, some of the other shows that uh, we uh, had recently that I uh, attended, uh, we have the Rocky Mountain Pro at the uh, Beerstadt uh, Lager House. Uh, most recently, a fantastic show as uh, Rocky Mountain Pro is heading into the uh, Shocktober event at the end of this month. If you guys uh, need to view that, so a lot of things happening, a lot of fantastic matches, a lot of setup, a lot of buildup happening at these uh, shows, so you need to not miss those there. But what do we got coming up on the schedule for this upcoming weekend? Like we talked with uh, Josh this upcoming Friday, we've got Lucha Libre and Laughs, Deer Catastrophe Rustler uh, at the uh, Oriental Theater. The show is starting at uh, 8 p.m. Uh, doors open at 7. You can get your tickets at uh, either LuchaLibreLaughs.com or head over to the OrientalTheater.com's uh, website. Purchase the tickets right there. And uh, it's going to be a fantastic show, of course. A lot of the uh, um, favorites are going to be there. Some of the highlight matches, uh, the... Uh, uh, Anaya and Hoodie earn tag, uh, tab team action against Corrente and somebody else. There's going to be a uh, tables match for the women's championship with Heather Monroe, Heidi Howitzer, and a special uh, entrance. So we'll see a special mystery opponent, I should say. So that's going to be uh, fantastic there. So uh, Balaam Winks is going to be in action. Uh, Lilith Grimm and Reagan Grimes are going to tag up uh, with each other. So that should be uh, fun. Grimm and Grimes. Uh, oh, man. Can wait to, can't wait to see that. And then on Saturday, we've got a couple different events to uh, tell you guys about. Uh, first one we've got is uh, Renegade Championship Wrestling, their Never Surrender event uh, at 6 p.m. at the Mountain View Core of Knowledge Auditorium in Canyon City, Colorado, 890 Field Avenue to be specific. I got a lot of uh, people there. Ta uh, Justin Big Guns is gonna uh, Big Guns is gonna be there. Uh, Bod B Mobile Jason Dread. Uh, Gypsy Mac, a lot of people are going to be there. Uh, tickets are uh, $15. And uh, as always with uh, Renegade Championship Wrestling, uh, they are uh, donating uh, to charity. Uh, and their charity this time around is 22 until none. Now, if you aren't going to be able to attend this, uh, they also uh, ask you guys if you want to attend to uh, 22 and none, hit up their Facebook page uh, for tickets. And you can also hit up their Facebook page to uh, donate uh, directly to 22 and tell none uh, for that charity. Then also on Saturday, uh, return of uh, New Era Wrestling for their uh, second show back. It's uh, Fright Fest has the October show. Tickets are $10. You can get your uh, uh, tickets from the New Era Facebook page right there. A uh, lot of people in action. Uh, we've got uh, Lilith Grimm in action. Looks like we've got Logan. 
uh, filter, and then uh, there's going to be a fundraiser to also support the recovery of uh, Benny Cumberbatch after a, uh, an unfortunate uh, incident in the ring. So if you guys can attend that as well. Uh, if you guys are unable uh, to attend or if you maybe may be outside the area, uh, they also do have a online viewing of the event, and that can also be found on their Facebook page as well. Before we get out of here, uh, let's, of course, uh, thank the Trending Topics Network for, for help hosting this show. If you like this show, catch other great shows on that feed in your favorite podcast catching application of your choice. You'll catch other great shows such as All Beer Inside, the Eurovision Showcase, this, and the Spanish Announce Table. Want to get in contact with this show? WrestlingWithOutTitude.com is the website podcast at wrestlingwithaltitude.com is the email address uh on facebook as of course wrestling with altitude on the twitter machine of wrestle altitude help support the show by a wrestling with altitude shirt i've got them on hand so if you catch me at a show i can sell you one direct or head over to pro wrestling tees.com slash mr fourth row every shirt that is sold in the month of october through october 31st i am donating five dollars for every shirt purchase to benny uh the, the recovery of uh, benny cumberbatch so please do that be much appreciated if you guys can help support that great cause and then of course i want to thank you all for listening and having fun wrestling with altitude